welcome to the Irish Pagan School podcast. Your hosts are authors and co-founders of the Irish Pagan School here in County Waterford, Ireland, Laura O'Brien and John O'Sullivan. Falcha. Hello, this is myself, Laura O'Brien, and we're going to be answering a Morrigan question today. We get a lot of community questions that come in and I do save them all and I'm trying to work through them and it, it takes a while because we get a whole lot of questions. An interesting one that came in was from Joshua. So a question about the Morrigan. Hey, Laura, I recently found your channel on YouTube. I've been watching some of your videos, which are great, by the way. And I'm a pagan who is trying to connect with deities. I've picked Celtic deities because my ancestors are from Ireland, but I'm struggling to connect to any. I personally feel connected to the Morrigan. However, sometimes I feel like I should be working towards a god rather than a goddess because I am male. Seeing as though you've worked with the Morrigan for so many years, I wanted to know, is it okay for a male to try and connect to the Morrigan or should I focus more on gods instead? Thank you. So thank you very much for your question, Joshua. And the the very short answer is you can absolutely work with the Morrigan if you're male or you identify as male. There is no no restriction, no rhyme or reason, and you know, you have no problem there. You will very often hear people talking, especially people who have worked with the Morrigan for a long time, about a particular connection or affinity or interest in female presenting people or women from the Morrigan or from Namorinha, um, you know, collectively all of them. And this is definitely something that I have come across. I have to say, I have to admit, um, the communications, the contact, the pieces of work that I've had put before me, it does tie, it does track with a particular interest and focus on women, right, from Namorinia. However, this absolutely does not preclude men. Um, and even the idea of the Morrigan as a goddess, the Morrigan is a shapeshifter and gender is a little bit fluid, actually. Again, in my experience with Nomorinia, they very much most oftenly in the stories and in the tales present as female, female form. And even when they're like, say, for example, the Morrigan, uh, when she's appearing to Cuchulain in the Tombo Cúlnia, she specifically appears as the female form of the animals that she is shapeshifted into. So, you know, that's not nothing and that's not by accident, I don't think. But you also have to look at the battles that the Morrigan is concerned with in our modern age. You know, I very much get the idea, not just from my work, but from the community that I keep a very close eye on as well and have a lot of feedback from the community of people who are Morrigan devotees that the idea of, of the Morrigan in a modern sense as a battle goddess is not necessarily, you know, about the wars that we have going on right now. Now, there's a lot of people in the military who work with the Morrigan, and, and I'm not saying anything about that, but the modern military, especially the US military, is so very different from the battles that the Morrigan originally would have been involved with or been interested in or presided over, right? So like even the difference between, for example, the US military and the Irish defence forces, we don't technically have a military as such, we have a defence forces. Um, we fight for justice, we fight for equality, we have an army, but 
our army is keepers of the peace, liberators, we are defenders. And that's the dedication that our military presence has, you know, has made. And that's what our people fight for. So again, that's not nothing either. But the point being um, bringing this military and battle into it is that one of the major things that need defending right now is women. You know, that there's a war on women. And I can just see the comments already that are going to go from all the men's rights activists and all the rest of that. Don't even bother. You just get deleted. You get spammed. All the rest of it. There is a war on women. The biggest at-risk factor you can have in the world today is simply being born with female genitals. Okay. So from all sorts of uh, reasons and sources, and I'm not getting into, you know, like I'm not saying it's men's fault or I'm not bashing anybody, but that is the facts. That is the statistics that we have. When you look at risk assessment, one of the highest risk factors that you can have is being born female rather than born male. Now, that gets very complicated when you start digging into it and there's all sorts of reasons and all sorts of other factors and all the rest of it. But that's the truth of it, right? So there is a war on women. It makes a lot of sense to me that the Morrigan would be in a protective role or in an advocate role or interested in presiding over that battle. All of that being said, you as a man, as a male presenting person can absolutely 100% make a connection with the Morrigan if you feel so inclined. And, you know, after that, it is up to you and to them whether that connection is going to take, whether that will become a relationship that or a contract or anything like that. I totally get why it could seem as a man that you know, there's no place for you. Like a lot of the Morrigan community is very female focused. I believe that's why I believe it's because that's where the battle is right now, or one of the battles at least. And that is an interest that they have taken. And there's a whole lot about Irish culture and Irish tradition and Irish history and the war that the Catholic Church has waged on women in Ireland. That again, adds depth and substance to that as a theory, right? So the other side of that question would be like, if you're struggling to connect to a God and you specifically want to, then my partner, John O'Sullivan, over at the Irish Pagan School has done uh, particular classes around male deity. So definitely go and look at that. Go and look at his YouTube channel. And uh, it's on Shkeli Bjog. Um, it can be difficult as a modern man to connect into healthy models of masculinity and to feel that there's a point there's a lot of complications around men connecting to male deities, um, not the least of which is the monotheistic cultures that a lot of people are coming from, which is, you know, represented or figureheaded by male deities. So it gets very messy and it gets very complicated. And it's really not my area of expertise, but my partner, John O'Sullivan on Shkeli Bjog has done a huge amount of work and continues to do, as a Dagda priest, continues to do a lot of work around that. So it is definitely something I would recommend you explore and don't just kind of cut off because, you know, you don't have the resources available. So you can definitely go and check that out. And uh, like I said, there's more classes over at theirishpaganschool.com if you want to go there and get on my mailing list and get all those resources posted directly to you and all the rest of it. OK, if you enjoyed this podcast, please leave us a positive review in your podcast listener. Then head over to irishpaganschool.com and enroll in one of our free or paid courses. Slongafol 
and we will see you next time.